Hello and welcome to I'm Speaking with Elizabeth West. I am your host. Thank you for listening. Um, today I'm going to be talking about how how did I get here? How did I get here? Um, I have my episode number two, Connecting the Dots. That one is, uh, it's a long one, but it's, I left it long um, because, and maybe I'll break it up later, but at this point, I'm just going to leave it, I think. Um, it I left it long because it was kind of like um, the dots that I connected since I was a kid up until now being an adult. Um, and what, how did I get, how did I get here? So today I'm going to talk about kind of like a short, a little bit more details, but not so um like the cliff notes so to speak um and kind of more direct on how I got here so how I got here is uh it really was in 2020 um that I kind of I was having a breakdown I was having a breakdown and and by that I mean I was doing work tasks and um I was like do I do a or b and I said, if I do A, I was kicking myself because I didn't do B. If I did do, if I did B, I was kicking myself for not doing A. I was having a breakdown. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I was so um, working remotely, and um, I was um, I didn't know what to do. I was being hard on myself which is not new to me. I've always been hard on myself since I was a child. I was hard on myself, like all my whole life. I don't remember a time when I wasn't hard on myself. Always been a perfectionist since a young child. Since I discovered the word perfectionist, I was a perfectionist. <laughs> Probably before, actually make that before I even discovered the word perfectionist, I was a perfectionist because now that I'm thinking about it, back in preschool and elementary school, you know how you, you get the coloring books? And I would always color in the lines. Like I had to make sure that I didn't want to color outside of the lines, which is, um, yeah. So that's the beginning of perfectionism, isn't it? That has to be. So, um, anyway, so since I was a child, I was always hard on myself. And I, um, again, I talk more about this in the connecting the dots number episode number two. Um, and it's, it's interesting because as I got older, I was being told from different friends and, and, um, it was when it when it was when it got to the point of my supervisors telling me then I was like okay I still didn't get it though it took me like 20 more years to get it (laughs) and me to have that breakdown in 2020 to really really get it but yeah I've had supervisors tell me you're too hard on yourself like it's your first day at work you're not how are you expecting yourself to know everything on your first day of work and I'm just like in my mind, I didn't say it, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I can learn everything in one day. I can learn everything and why not? <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking in my mind. I didn't say that, but I was kind of like, I know I must have had this perplexed look on my face. Like, what do you mean? I can't know, learn all this in one day. That's how I do. That's how I, <laughs> that's how I am. I can't learn things in one day. But I didn't even think about it. It went over my head on how hard on myself that I am. And so anyway, 
again, it took me 20 more years to, to kind of get it. Um, but, um, that was, um, yeah, that was a, that was one of the dots. Um, now I look back and I'm like, you know what? I did have supervisors and we're, and I'm still good friends with this supervisor. Um, it was, a she's like a, an, uh, like an auntie to me or like a godmother. Um, she has been and still is. Um, and so this supervisor was like, she noticed, she was like, uh, you're trying to, you need to like relax <laughs> basically is what she was telling me. Cause she was like, it's your first day. You're not supposed to know everything in the handbook. You know, the employee handbook, it tells you what to do. At least those, those really good jobs, they have a handbook, which is, I love that because it's like, you know what to do as opposed to the jobs that don't give you a handbook and they just expect you to just wing it and figure it out, which is like, and I think there's, well, I, I think I know that there are statistics that say that um, employers that get new employees, when they teach them, that actually takes up, I mean, when they, when the employees fumble and make mistakes, it, they actually spend more money than if they were just to train them outright from the beginning, from the jump. That's a whole nother story. We can talk about that. I can have another podcast about that. That actually would be a good one about how if they were just to train employees outright, from the, from the jump, then there would be saving money. The employer would be saving money as opposed to the employee doesn't know what they're doing. They try to wing it, so to speak, and then they end up making mistakes. And then those mistakes cost the company more money. So it's kind of like one of those, uh, and I don't know who said the quote originally, but this quote that gets thrown around a lot, um, which is kind of like, um, do it right the first time. You know what I mean? It's like, well, why if, you know, we could do it right the first time. So anyway, going back to, I'm going to reel it in, going back to how I got here. So many dots in my life. Um, and so in, uh, 2020, I was having a breakdown and I was basically being hard on myself yet again. And something told me, and I had not listened to podcasts, little secret, not really a secret. I mean, it's not a secret, but you know what I mean? Spoiler alert, I guess. I don't know. Um, but, um, I had not listened to podcasts before 2020 and this is late 2020. This is like August of 2020. So, um, yeah, like late August, September. And so, um, uh, something told me, they said, see if there is a podcast on either being an introvert or on being a highly sensitive person. Now I had no idea that. I mean, I had, again, I had connected dot, the dots throughout my life on being an introvert and being a highly sensitive person, but I didn't think anything of it. I kind of was like, well, what am I supposed to do with this information? You know, this is before, before the book Quiet was written, or it might've been that same year that Quiet was written. Um, but when I learned about all the, these things, it's like, you know, there were no books really that people really um discussed and and was like oh you know I'm an introvert and being proud of being a quote-unquote introvert you know there was a stigma there still is a stigma but that's another story and that'll be another podcast episode or two or three or four or five I'm sure two on my podcast <laughs> about the stigmas about introversion that are not true at all um so anyway so uh, having my breakdown and something told me see if there's a podcast on introversion 
or on being a highly sensitive person. And I ended up looking through doing a search in Spotify. That's how I listen to my podcast because my playlists are also on Spotify. And so everything is on there. It just makes sense. So, um, so I ended up taking a walk, getting outside, getting a little, uh, you know, a br- taking a breather, as they say. I walked outside and I did a search in Spotify for a podcast. And the one that popped up was um, one, um, it's by Julie B. Elland, and it's an HSP podcast. And I am not getting, I don't have the name in front of me, but I will put her information in the show notes. She's been on my other show notes as well. Julie B. Elland. And she is like an HSP. Um, She has a podcast on um, regarding being an HSP. And she is, I believe she, yeah. So she's, anyway, so I was, I looked for uh, her podcast, jumped out at me first. And then I clicked on an episode. And I don't know, something told me to click on this episode. I'm not sure if it was the latest episode at the time. Or if I just happened to click on it randomly. Anyway, it was what I needed. So it, the episode talked about, it goes, if you're a highly sensitive person, the worst thing that you can do is to be hard on yourself. I'm like, whoa, light bulb, aha, all that. I'm like, oh my gosh. And they're just talking about why it's the worst thing that we can do as an HSP, as a highly sensitive person, to be hard on ourselves. And I'm like, again, light bulb aha all that like what and so then that started my I'm gonna call it a Pandora's box of me having self-discovery um and I give that term to my friend Mika she gave me that term and when I told her like oh I'm doing all these things I'm finding out oh I'm an introvert oh I'm in I'm a highly sensitive person (laughs) this is in again this is in 2020 I'm like oh I'm realizing all these things again I was I had had dots throughout my life dots per se right throughout my life but I didn't really think anything of it I didn't think it was a big deal I didn't think because because it wasn't known and then there's a stigma right stigmas plural like oh if you're an introvert then that means you don't like to be around people or you're that means that you're automatically shy which shy is a totally different characteristic let's just get it let's just get it you know don't get it twisted people get it twisted all day every day being shy is not the same as being an introvert I repeat being shy is not the same as being an introvert being shy is a different characteristic being an introvert is a separate characteristic than being shy yes there are shy introverts but there are also shy extroverts and they're yeah so I mean you can't you know same thing with being a highly sensitive person there are highly sensitive extroverts I know some (laughs) they're highly sensitive people even though most mostly introverts most introverts are also highly sensitive which is um highly sensitive um goes into the bracket of being an empath and or a highly sensitive person it's the same a highly sense when i say highly sensitives that is the same you're highly sensitive um uh person all empaths in my understanding and i'll have a um i have a um article two that I'll I'll put in the show notes um most uh what is it all empaths are highly sensitive people but not all highly sensitive people are empaths so um not most it's like if you're an empath you're also also highly sensitive but if you're a highly sensitive person doesn't mean that you're necessarily an empath that's that's it 
because um yeah so uh and not to kind of but so then I was listening to that podcast and it said the worst thing we can do is be hard on ourselves and I'm like whoa aha light bulb everything and so that started my self-discovery I told you my friend of mine um well this wasn't this didn't happen right then it was after like a few weeks and I was like oh my friend was like how are you doing you know because this was during the pandemic everybody was like working remotely everybody was inside the house um couldn't really go anywhere how are you doing and I said you know what I'm finding all these characteristics out about myself and she's like oh wow sounds like you're doing self-discovery and I'm like that's exactly what it is so I started my self-discovery in 2020 and I'm saying started it it's not like I didn't have it as a growing up but I always felt like I was and I say this in other podcast episodes I always felt like I was eclectic I didn't know um I always felt like I was a little bit different than everybody else um come to find out I'm an introvert I'm a highly sensitive person and later on I found out I'm a manifesting generator and I'm in in Myers-Briggs I'm an INFP and anyway that's side point so I'm like this Pandora's box of self-discovery right so um that started it in you might ask a lot of people might ask why did you find this out in 2020 how did you not know this earlier I was a caretaker for 14 years so and this is something I failed to mention I don't talk about this much like a lot of my friends even today um um, if they're newer friends um and a lot of my um anyway a lot of my friends don't even know that that um that I was a caretaker and I have to say oh by the way I was a caretaker and they're like oh my gosh that's huge and then and then another when I talk to others that are highly sensitive and or empaths and empaths they were like that is hard af for you to be a highly sensitive person and an introvert and you're a caretaker like how did you do it and I'm like I didn't even know that I was those characteristics at the time you know why because I was a caretaker and because I was a caretaker, I really didn't think about myself. I mean, everybody can attest to this. I know that a lot of people say that, you know, moms would get this because moms are automatically caretakers. But I think that, well, I know that there are a lot of care- caretakers that are not moms. I'm not a mom. But do I know how to, what it's like to be a caretaker? Hell yeah. I was a caretaker for 14 years. So, you know, we are under the same umbrella as a caretaker. You know what I mean? And I have, I remember I had one of my friends, she told me she has four kids and I would vent to her sometimes when I was going through, when I was being caretaker, you know, venting, just kind of like letting off some steam because it was a lot of responsibility. You know, you're taking care of a parent. That's a lot of responsibility. And, um, and she would tell my, my friend that has four kids, she would go, that's almost, she goes, that's harder than being a mom. <laughs> she, she the, the friend with four kids. She knows who she is too. If she hears this, she's gonna know exactly who she is. And she was like, "That's harder. What you're, what you're, what you're doing. You're taking care of a parent. That's harder than my four kids." She even said that, and I was like, "I didn't tell her to say that. She just said it." And she said that on many occasions. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't imagine." Because you know, when the, the, the thing is, is that when you have kids, you can kind of tell your kids what to do. You can't do that with a parent. <laughs> you can't tell your parent what to do because <laughs> that's your parent. They're going to be like, excuse me? Uh-uh, you don't tell me what to do. I'm your, I'm your, you know, I'm your parent. I tell you what to do. So it is so, so 
difficult and so interesting and so it was really hard AF. It was just hard. Again, I say this, um, it's past tense because I, the 14 years ended, they've only ended a couple of years ago. So that's why in 2020, when I had that breakdown, I was able to really do that self-discovery because I didn't, I wasn't taking care of, I wasn't a caretaker anymore. So that allowed me to have, to now be like, kind of like new, finding all these things about myself, doing all this self-discovery about myself, right? Um, that's why I didn't have a choice. I mean, not a choice. I didn't have the time or the energy to, to do it before because I was a caretaker for 14 years. So again, um, my parents still good. They're, they're doing great. They're with another one of my siblings, um, or near one of my siblings. And so, um, yeah, they're no longer in my care. Um, so it's, it, which is huge. And it was like, yeah, for, again, 14 years of, of this. So anyway, of being in that mindset and never thinking about myself, because as everyone knows, being a caretaker, you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about the other person that you're taking care of. You have blinders on. So I had things with myself, like I wasn't going to the doctor. I was making sure my mom, my, 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 you know, my, my parent went to the doctor. You know, I was making sure she was good. You know, but as far as my doctor's appointments, I don't even know, remember, like I, there are few and far between because, and that's just one idea of like how, when you're a caretaker, you take care and let's, let's, we're all together under the same umbrella. You know, I have, a, um, I have some, some, some people that say, you know, if you're a mom, you need to do this. And it's like, well, you have to add caretakers in there, all caretakers as a whole, because not all care caretakers are moms or dads, but they're still caretakers. So we're still a part of your, the group of caretaking. So just because I'm not a mom doesn't mean that I don't have, I have no idea how to take care of someone. Like I said, I mean, not to sound repetitive, but 14 years of caretaking, I think that makes me a caretaker. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, um, yeah, just listening to that. And that opened up the Pandora's box, going back to that HSP podcast by Julie B. Ellen, her podcast. And she, it was like, um, if you're hard on yourself, that's the worst that you can do if you are a highly sensitive person. And so that opened up my Pandora's box. Um, and I had, a, again, that day I had a breakdown and that opened everything up. So the reason why I'm saying this is because since then I have gotten so much better because I know that these characteristics about myself I know these traits and characteristics about myself. So now that my Angelou quote that I love so much, I know a lot of other people love it too. I'm going to say it again. When you know better, you do better. And before I did not know better. I had no idea. I was focused on my parent taking care of them. I wasn't thinking about me. So I didn't have any energy or time to think about myself. So now that I had the time to, I was like by myself and I was having that um, breakdown and then I listened to the podcast and then it ended up being now I'm a podcast addict that's just so <laughs> you know what I mean I love podcasts now and there's so many a different so much of a wide of a, array of podcasts now and a lot of women podcasters I mean it's just like through the roof which, which I love I love uh, anyway I love podcasts and I love um, audio learning learning via audio um, so 
yeah, so that that's why it's just I feel like it's so important to be self-aware because again, my Angelou quote, when you know better, you do better. And that is that that was the beginning of the my Pandora's box um, for self-discovery. And it has changed my life and is changing my life. You know, it's, we're all works in progress. As I say on all my podcast episodes, we're all works, works in progress. We're all human beings. So we're going to make mistakes. We're going to go backwards. We're going to take two steps back, th- sometimes three steps back, and then we'll go forward. Um, no one's perfect. We're all human. No one's perfect. I'm not perfect. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just about, you know, when you know better, you do better. And so I just love to, I want to help as many people that are where I was that when I was going through that breakdown or actually take that back. I want to save them from going through the breakdown and, help with that information you know that um that I got and um and uh yeah that's really what I want to do I don't want anybody to have a breakdown like I did where I was just like it was crazy it was like kicking myself if I did a didn't do b if I did b didn't do a I was still kicking myself being hard af on myself like I had been my whole life so Things that I have done, that I, things that I do now is I am not hard on myself. I try not to be as hard on myself um, at all. Like, I try not to be hard on myself. So, again, works, we're works in progress. We're human beings. We're not perfect. But one thing that I've been doing way better at since that breakdown in 2020 is um, I'm trying to be more of a, um, and I had a podcast episode a couple episodes back was you know being a martyr versus a motivator I try to be more of a motivator versus a martyr to myself so that is one thing and something that helps me a lot is stopping when I start to think of this and I call it a rabbit hole like a negative mindset rabbit hole um that I can sometimes go with that I think we all do as human beings um sometimes um stopping myself from going down that rabbit hole and even just stopping myself is huge so stopping myself and then when you stop yourself, then you can kind of think, hold on here. I see myself going through, you, you acknowledge it and you're like aware of it. Again, that self-awareness, you're aware of it. You're like, no, I can tell that I'm not being nice to myself at all. I would never say these things to someone that I love, to a loved one. Some of these things I wouldn't even say to a worst enemy. You know what I mean? It's like we say these things to ourselves. So if you are a highly sensitive person and or introvert, just we have to catch ourselves because it is a downward spiral and it's the worst thing we can do to ourselves just like julie b ellen said in her podcast episode the worst thing as a highly sensitive person is to be hard on ourselves so being aware of it and um self-care is huge um i remember i used to roll my eyes when um uh actually the same friend of mine mika she would tell me about self-care this was years ago when again before before 2020 so again I had not connected the final dots like oh I am an introvert oh I am I kind of had an idea that I was these things but I didn't really know like you know again I was and I was still a caretaker so um I yeah I wasn't there yet because this was before 2020 but she would always say oh I'm you know she would always um have oh I'm I'm having self-care on this day and I'm all I was like what I was like, and I'm a caretaker at this point. Like, it's crazy. Like, I was like, 
totally like, what are you talking about? So like, I was like, what is that? You know what I mean? And then I remember thinking like, that's interesting that it's the fact that, cause like a lot of people wouldn't admit it. Even to this day, a lot of people don't admit it. They feel like it's being self selfish when it's not because we have to pour, we can't pour from an empty cup. Nobody can, none of us can, but we try to, <laughs> we try to, but it doesn't work. Um, we get burned out. And so, um, and then without us, there, nothing gets done, right? I know being a caretaker for 14 years, if I wasn't well, then everything else was effed up because me taking care of my mom, I'm not well. So now I'm in the bed with the, with the flu or fever or whatever. I'm sick. And now my mom really isn't getting taken care of because I need to be well to then take care of her. So, right. So if I'm sick in the bed, I can't do anything. So I remember I would always hate that. Like being in the, I'm like, ah, I just feel so useless. <laughs> being sick and I was like and then thinking it, this was preventable if I just did self-care so anyway so self-care um yeah I the friend of mine Mika she would you know she she would talk about self-care and again I didn't I, I didn't get it this was back then but a few years ago I was still a caretaker and I would need self-care the most I needed self-care the most but I was the most <laughs> judging judging of it just like a lot of people other people are like really what's self-care what is that I don't need that I'm good <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm invincible. <laughs> We're not, nobody's invincible. We're all human. So anyway, um, I remember she was the first friend that I kind of noticed. It's like, Oh, interesting. Self-care. Okay. Like that. But, um, it was kind of like, um, the one that I can think of recently that was like the friend that was like, I'm going to do self-care. And then it's like, and I was like, what? Like, anyway, so yeah. And, um, it was just, yeah so being being hard on ourselves and um you know self-awareness is so huge um because well for many 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 reasons um but it's kind of like you know just learning you know when you know better you do better like that Maya Angelou quote and I just really really cannot talk enough about self-awareness and um knowing these characteristics about yourself so I'll have some following episodes that I will um, kind of talk a little more about um, and we'll talk more, we'll kind of dive more into these characteristics and maybe you are an introvert or maybe you're not sure if you are an introvert. Um, and um, I also wanted to kind of talk about how I got here and um, I mean, there's a there's like a two year gap because it's 2022, but I mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. I'll kind I'll kind of, um, continue the story on future podcast episodes and kind of like how I got here, um, in, in a little bit more detail, but so that this episode doesn't get too long, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it is so, it's just helped me so much to have self-awareness and, um, I am better about catching myself going down those negative thought, that negative thought rabbit hole and downward spiral. I've kept, I'm catching myself more and I'm doing more self-care. Um, something that's new to me, which is also under the umbrella of self-care is rewarding myself, which I was like, I never did that in the 14 years that I took care of my mom. I don't think I ever rewarded myself maybe a couple times, but I can't remember. I don't remember. Like I said, I just had blinders on. <laughs> I was just like taking care of, you know, focusing on taking care of being a good caretaker. 
Um, and um, yeah, so catching yourself, you know, going through that downward spiral, doing a lot more self-care, not getting burnt out, catching yourself before you get burned out, which is where another, again, self-care helps you to do that, rewarding yourself. Um, and boundaries are huge. And um, yeah, there's so many things. Um, also, filling your cup first, you know, that saying, filling your cup first. These are all things that I'm going to have in my um, future program. I am basically, I am, what you, what's the word? Um, I am dotting the I's and crossing the T's as we speak. And um, if you, yeah, if you would be interested in that, well, number one, if this episode was of value to you, if you could follow me, leave me a review would even be, would be better. And, um, uh, and let me give my website. <laughs> my website is um, www.westelizabeth.com. And I'm going to get a, a, a speak pipe set up on it soon so that people can leave me messages via audio. And I'll also have a printed comment as well. Um, but, um, I love audio messages and so and uh yeah they're much faster for me than print messages I can do print messages but it's just easier for me just to say it and it just takes like two seconds and I say so much <laughs> so I'm gonna get that on my website as soon as possible and then I'm also going to yeah so um yeah my website www.westelizabeth.com um you can Leave a message for me on IG. My handle is at I'm Elizabeth West. Again, that's at I M is in Michael. Then my name, Elizabeth West. That's on IG. And you can leave me a message on there now um, and let me know. And um, and I have a buy me a coffee um, account, but I don't, I, you know what? We'll just skip that for now if somebody wanted to do. And that's only like a couple bucks if, if you wanted to quote unquote buy me a coffee a coffee um but anyway that'll be later on but uh yeah I just I just love knowing that like my love language is um one of my love languages is is our our words of affirmation so I love to know like did the person like this or what did they get you know what did they think and you know how can I improve and what am I doing good and um yeah so anyway Thank you very much for listening and I look forward to talking to you soon. Um, and yeah, thank you very much for listening and I will talk to you. I will speak to you soon. <laughs>